Hi everyone, welcome back to a brand new episode of Tea with Janae. I'm your host Janae Kirshner of Brooklyn View Photography and I'm so excited to have you guys here. Tea with Janae is where we give real advice, tangible tips, and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. So I'm super pumped for this week's episode because we're having my friend Brittany Dry on the show and she is the editor-in-chief of Love Inc. Magazine, which is the leading equality-minded wedding blog and print publication in our wedding industry right now. So Brittany and I talk about the ins and outs for publishing and how to get published. How do you submit? How do you talk to an editor? How do you follow up? Brittany answers all of these questions and I think you guys are really going to love her and you're definitely going to love this episode. So I'm really excited that she's here. A few things before we begin is that I wanted to announce that coaching sessions with me are live. You can book and schedule your coaching online if you visit www.twhna.com and are really, really taking off. So it's a really personalized, detailed experience where I work with you on an individual level and find out what you're struggling with and how to help you get through it. So I would love to hear from you. You can send me a DM or you can visit the website, send me an email, or you can just sign up there. So I can't wait to help you guys in your wedding photography business. Also, you're probably listening to this on your phone, maybe on your computer. Um, If you're in the car, you can't do it, but you could do it later. You can leave us a review on whichever platform you're listening on. So I would really appreciate it on Apple Podcasts or Google or whichever one there is, there's like a ton of them. But if you would just take a minute or two, leave us a review, five stars, and let people know that you love the show, I would really, really appreciate it. Also, don't forget to visit us online at www.twjanae.com to read our latest blog posts, join our newsletter, and our super fun Facebook group. So you guys get ready, grab a cup of tea, and enjoy the show. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I'm so excited to have you here. We have an amazing guest today. We have Brittany. Can you say hi? Hi, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. I am so pumped. Brittany and I are friends, so we've worked together a bunch, so I'm so excited to have you on the show. Yay! I'm so here, though I will say I have coffee, not tea. Oh. I hope that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> totally fine. Any beverage of your choice, wine is totally fine. Whenever, when whoever <laughs> is listening to this at five, past five o'clock, we are filming, recording in the morning, so tea and coffee is just fine. <laughs> yeah. So no judgments if if you want wine totally. at ten a.m. Totally. <laughs> So I'm so excited to have you here, Um, but before we begin, let's introduce you to the audience and tell everybody a little bit about you, your company, and how you got started. Sure. So I'm the founder and editor and chief of Love, Inc., which is an equality-minded wedding publication. I started Love, Inc. back in 2013 when I realized just how heteronormative the wedding industry was. Um, A lot of professionals and publications were talking to a bride, marrying a groom. And if they did feature same-sex weddings, it just 
you know, it wasn't done in an equal manner. You would have to endlessly scroll to find hetero couple, you know, scroll through hetero couples just to come across one gay couple. So I realized that there was this real need for a truly inclusive publication that catered to both hetero and LGBTQ couples equally. And that's how Love Inc. was started. I love that. It's so incredible. I love everything that you're doing. It's so important. Thank you. Thank you. I was hoping, you know, five years later, I'd be a moot point, but still, (laughs) still need it in society, unfortunately. I know, I know. And this is Pride Month, which we're recording in, which is really exciting. It's a kind of perfect timing. (laughs) (laughs) So what was your first year like? How did you get Love Inc. off the ground? You know, Love Inc., I wasn't in the wedding industry really before I launched Love Inc. I had a couple of um, freelance clients that I wrote for that were in the wedding space, but I really came at it, you know, starting from the ground up. And what I learned, you know, quickly was just how important community is. And the wedding industry is just, I found it to be so welcoming. Um, The wedding editors, have become, you know, from other publications have become dear friends of mine. And they just really helped me figure it out because I come from an editorial background. Um, So I knew, you know, how to create content, but it was the marketing, the sales, the biz dev, you know, all of those other elements that come with owning your own business that, you know, I really had to learn along the way. And thank goodness I had some incredible, you know, industry friends to, to help me. Yeah, I love that. I know when I started um, Brooklyn View Photography, there was like none of this, <laughs> like all this help and all this free information, which I wish I would have had back then. So I'm so excited that we're doing this. So thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So I'm excited to talk about today's topic. We're going to talk about how to get published and what editors are looking for. And this is so important because I, you know, I have been um, published a lot and, you know, the, the landscape is changing. So I'm excited to have you here and talk about it. So let's talk, start off with, you know, why should you or we as photographers care about being published? Yeah. And, you know, there's just so much education that needs to be done because like you said, it, it, it is changing the submission process and, and how content is shared. So it's so important to be published, you know, still it's a fantastic marketing tool. Um, whether you realize it or not, I just, you know, hearing feedback from, you know, photographer friends, they don't, you know, a lot don't see the value because, you know, people aren't consuming content on blogs anymore. They're, they're looking at Instagram and Pinterest, but my, you know, it's so important to be published on the blogs because, you know, whether or not couples are using them directly, it, you know, when we publish something, we promote it across all of our social media channels. So, you know, the, those leads aren't as cut and dry as they once were, um, but couples are utilizing the social media tools for the wedding planning. So when your work is published, it's, it's shared on Instagram and on Pinterest. And then, you know, couples may have quote unquote found you on Instagram, but ask yourself, you know, how did they get to you in the first place? And it's usually through these published opportunities. So, you know, a lot of people, they think published publications don't have the reach we once used to have. Um, but in actuality, we do. It's just in a variety of forms now as opposed to strictly page views. Exactly. And I think also being published today is really good. It's social proof. You know, it's social proof that you are you are published, that you are a known brand, that you are no name in the industry and you're featured somewhere and then how brides find you and stuff like that. So I think it's very important to still pursue being published. Yeah, absolutely. And SEO, you know, SEO is an 
also like a huge bonus to being published. The more links that you have coming back to your site from authority sites, that raises your Google ranking and that increases your chances of being seen when people are searching. So, um, and also it's always fun for your clients. They get, you know, couples get so excited when they see themselves and their love story shared by, by publications. And that's always a fun, fun aspect. Yeah. A hundred percent. I don't know any bride or groom <laughs> or brides and grooms that aren't excited when I'm like, Hey, your wedding's featured and, yeah. and they get really, really pumped. So it's cool. So when you create your uh, submission for publication, can you give us some tips on what editors are looking for? So um, I think one of the biggest pet peeves that editors have is receiving submissions that don't fit their aesthetics. So one of the biggest tips that I can give is to never submit blindly. Um, just really do your research and have a good understanding of the type of content that the publication features. So check out, you know, past features that they've done, looked at their, look at their Instagram. And there's so many great publications out there, but we've all, you know, kind of carved out our own little space, um, whether it's focusing on style or setting or location or budget, you know, get to know what we create content wise so that you have a better idea and, you, you can make sure that your submission is a good fit for our content. And that, you know, increases your chances of being accepted. Um, and it's also important to be mindful of the editorial calendar. Um, sometimes I'll get submissions on, you know, like December 21st for Christmas wedding and or Christmas styled shoot. And I'm like, oh, I want to feature it, but I can't, you know, a lot of us, we work, you know, we work, weeks, sometimes months in advance on our editorial calendars. So if you have anything super themed or seasonal, um, whether it's a wedding or a styled shoot, so like Halloween, for example, sometimes it's best to hold that for the next year. So if you have a Halloween wedding, you know, it's, it's obviously October 30th or October 29th date or the 31st. You don't want to submit that because either, you know, they're calendar is full or it's going to be past the time. So just hold it for the next year to submit it when their editorial calendar, it makes sense because it's not going to make sense for us to feature a Halloween wedding in, you know, July. Exactly. Totally. And um, yeah. Or, you know, if, or if you're producing the shoots, do them in the summer so you can submit, you know, in the early fall or, or whatever times ap- applicable. I always like recommend like three months out um, at least before, you know, submitting something super seasonal or themed. Yeah, I think that's good to remember, especially as a, a planner and a wedding photographer, like you might have a great wedding to submit, but it could be the wrong time of year. Or, you know, like, so if I shoot in the fall, and then everything's done, let's say, but before Christmas, I might have to wait till the next August to submit because it's not the right time of year. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That makes sense. So how can we, you know, as wedding photographers, create a top-notch submission, something that is going to catch your eye, that you guys are going to like, and that has the potential of being picked up? So what's important is, like I said, to make sure you follow their their guidelines. Um, That's a lot of the, like, a lot of it is logistics, truly. Um, Whether or not, like, we submit or we accept a publication, like, Make sure the images are the right size. Make sure there's a good variety of images. So, you know, details, portraits, make sure that there's a variety of horizontal, or sorry, landscape and portrait orientations um, because we use these images in different ways. Um, Some bloggers like to collage them. Some, you know, verticals do really well for Pinterest. So we like to have a good mix. Um, And it's really important to make sure that you, um, you know, 
have a, a good amount of cold images, not, you know, you don't want to submit just 20 images, you but you also don't want to submit a 1000. Right. Um, so call them down to, you know, 150 250 for weddings, um, usually like 50 to 75 for engagement shoots, um, to give us a variety to choose from, but not, you know, we, we have several submissions to get through. So, uh, you know, having 1000s of images, um, in each submission is, is really time consuming. So it's really important to keep that in mind. Um, also you want to check and double check, you know, all vendors that all vendors are credited. Um, we, most of us are, are sticklers about crediting all appropriate wedding pros, um, because we get in trouble by them <laughs> if they're not credited. Um, you know, I've had a lot of people just, DM me or send me rude emails demanding to be credited. I'm like, I didn't mean to, I didn't know. <laughs> so um, definitely want to make sure that all vendors are credited. And I promise you, we'll love you forever if you also include their Instagram handles. <laughs> um, because not everyone has, you know, even if they have an Instagram account, not everyone has their Instagram on their website. So, um, you know, just the more information, the better, truly. And then, um, you know, of course, like good quality photos, um, you know, tell a story with the images, you know, make sure it makes sense. If you're doing a styled shoot, you know, it has to make editorial sense. For example, I've, um, I've received submissions of, you know, styled shoots with a gay couple, a groom groom, and the wedding invitations said a male and female name. So just really be intentional with those details, you know? Yeah. Oh, that's a good tip. Uh, you yeah. want to make sure that the invite matches the couple for sure. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> but do you feel, I feel like, um, publication, the feedbacks that I, the feedback that I've been receiving lately is that they want publications, big and small, want more reception. They want more story, more emotion in the submission. Do, is that something that you guys are, are leaning towards? I mean, I, I am, I've always been um, focused on the love story, but every publication is different. Some, you know, still very much focused on the details. So that's why it's really important to, you know, look at the publications that you want to submit to and make sure, you know, what are, what are they featuring? Cause that's what they're looking for. Um, they may even say it. They, you know, a lot of us have submission guidelines on our sites, you know, go to those and see, you know, if it says specifically like we covet, you know, detail driven weddings and, and styled shoots. It really depends. You know, we, like I said, we all kind of have our own niche. So, um, you know, make sure to like think outside of it too, because a lot of us, you know, I hear, oh, well, I didn't get submitted to, to this and this blog and, and it's the same five blogs over and over. Um, but there's definitely value in those targeted niche publications, whether it's like Love Inc., where I focus on inclusivity or, you know, a local wedding blog. Um, a lot of couples are seeking that targeted content. So there's tremendous value in doing something, you know, they may be smaller, but the ROI is going to be larger for you. Yeah, I'm finding that uh, a more niche, more targeted um blog but like for publication is definitely the, the the route to go at least for like lately because all the all the magazines are closing I know it's so sad yeah. it makes my little editorial heart ache <laughs> <laughs> I know it's just uh it's like the death of print but I, yeah. I still love I still love buying magazines and reading you know reading them so 
I don't know. I do too. Yeah. I do too. And, but you know, on the flip side, like niche publications, um, like, I mean, my traffic's going up each month. So it, you know, it, it, niche publications are really having a moment and it's, you know, I definitely encourage submitters to, you know, keep those in mind. Um, of course it's, it's huge if you get on one of the bigger pubs, um, that are more mainstream, but, um, it's a really big accomplishment to get on these, you know, niche and targeted and, and local blogs and we'll do, um, it'll do wonders for your SEO. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So let's talk about the don'ts. <laughs> I feel like, you know, somebody has to do it and it should be us. So, <laughs> so let's talk about what we should avoid when submitting. Yeah. So you want to respect exclusivity. Um, I think there's a lot of people don't really understand the difference between exclusive and non-exclusive publications. So exclusive means, you know, we don't want to feature anything that's already been published, editorial published. Some um, publications are really strict about it. Um, I think like Martha Stewart and, you know, maybe even Brides Magazines, they don't want to even have it on social media. Right. A lot of the blogs and, and digital publications, it's okay if you feature it as the photographer on your Instagram, um, you know, a couple of photos, but it can't be published editorially anywhere. So it's really important to respect those timelines. Many say, you know, nothing can be featured three weeks or three months. Every Everyone's different. So um, keep that in mind. Also, you know, full disclosure, most of us talk to each other. We're all friends. So word does get out if a wedding pro tries to sneak one by us. Oh, that's funny. Um, and I know workshops seem to be a source of confusion for exclusivity. Um, so just to be clear, exclusivity is based on content, not the photographer. So if you shoot at a workshop and you want to submit it for editorial consideration to an exclusive publication, um, it's not regarding your images, but the shoot itself. So um, another photographer can't be submitting the same shoot, even though the photos may be different, um, to a publication and, and have that be exclusive. Um, so I always recommend if you are doing a workshop, do a non-exclusive publication, which there are many great ones out there. Um, or, you know, disclose that a shoot was part of a workshop so that the editor can make the right call for their publication. Yeah, totally. No, that's good advice. And I, I don't know, I feel like the workshops are usually submitted or uh, by the main photographer, by the host. Sometimes I've, I've gotten both. Okay. Yeah, we've definitely um, had discussions. We have like the wedding editors have a couple of Facebook groups that we all kind of talk in and we've definitely like seen workshops come through where oh I received this oh I received this too and <laughs> I think it's just you know people don't realize yeah. that um, you know what exclusivity means for that so I see that's good well that's good to know yeah hopefully you yeah. clear that up for some people <laughs> so that would be great <laughs> so once we submit you know how many times uh, should we follow up like I have sort of like my sort of progression but what what do you as an editor prefer? You know, we all have our own processes in place on how we tackle submissions. I personally, I like to do them in big batches, like once a week or once every two weeks, depending on my workload. Um, of course, you know, family stuff happens and vacations happen. So, you know, don't get upset if you don't immediately hear back. Um, but I like to say, you know, give them a, like three weeks. 
And if you haven't heard back in three weeks, shoot them a, you know, quick and nice email, you know, just checking in and see when you can expect to, to have it reviewed. Um, you know, we're, we're people too. We have stuff going on. So, um, you know, certainly like you want to be nice about it. Um, a lot of us are solopreneurs or, or have very small teams. So just, you know, keep that in mind and, um, you know, be patient, but also if it's been three months and you haven't heard anything, then, you know, by all means, like, you know, submit somewhere else. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's yeah. good to know. Yeah. I usually follow up with me between like two and three weeks and I always make sure, and I've said this before, be nice, be, mm-hmm. be nice. Cause if you're mean or rude, they're going to, re- they're not going to, you know, they're going to remember you. <laughs> yeah. I promise you all of, um, all of these editors are just, you know, wonderful, hardworking women. And we're all, we're all just trying our best. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what, let's say you get rejected by a publication that you thought was a good fit. You've done your homework. You, um, you know, you were excited, you know, obviously you're very excited to submit and then you get the, you know, sorry, you're not a fit email. Like, yeah. do you, um, you know, I, I always ask for feedback. Like, sh- should we ask for that? I think it's totally fine to ask for feedback Um, because sometimes, you know, it's such a good fit that we've already featured a wedding, a similar wedding to it, or, or a queue is full of engagement shoots just like it. So sometimes it's not even your work. That's the problem. It's the fact that we've, we have too much of the same thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So definitely like, you know, ask for feedback when photographers ask me, I'm more than happy to, to share, um, a lot of it is just like, you know, your work is beautiful and we definitely encourage you to continue submitting. It's just, you know, we've already featured a wedding, you know, in Texas last week. And so we wouldn't be able to, you know, publish this for a while, which I'd hate to, you know, have the photographer wait for months and months to see their wedding featured. So, yeah. So I I think that that's nice to hear that you're willing to give feedback and, and that we as photographers shouldn't be afraid to ask. No, definitely not. That's good. Okay. So let's say you submit and then you get the happy email that you've been mm-hmm. accepted and then you get published. Um, you know, like, what do you suggest that we do? Like, I mean, it's, it's hard or it could be hard to sort of promote it and cross promote it with all the vendors. Like, do you have any suggestions about that? Yeah. I mean, you definitely want to brag about it. Um, it's definitely a big deal to be published. So definitely share that, those badges on your website and on your social um, and share images from the wedding or the shoot on your social. If you have a blog on your site, share that. Um, because, you know, couples, couples are looking at that information and they want to see, you know, it gives you credit for sure. Um, and I always encourage, you know, tagging the publication if you do share, um, and also sharing the link with all of the vendors involved, I encourage them to do the same because the more the word gets out, the more traffic and exposure the post gets. Um, and as we all know from algorithms, you know, that helps boost it. So, you know, and then the more love that it gets, we as editors, you know, if we have a, a submission from a wedding pro that we featured before, we'll keep that in mind of how the performance of the previous article did. So if I know, you know, you know, Janae from Brooklyn View's engagement shoot of this couple did really, really well, I'm going to feature their wedding. Right. Um, so it's definitely good to, to share it. I, as an editor myself, like I actually email all the vendors involved, but not everybody does that. So, um, so yeah, it's good to kind of take that initiative. 
I love that. Oh, that's so great yeah. that you email all the vendors. Yeah, I definitely yeah. like for myself, I will email everyone and let them know we've been uh, accepted and let them know if there's a exclusivity rules, you know, if you like if you don't want if they don't want to publish any shared anywhere online. And, you know, I just kind of like want all the information to be to be given to everyone. So then when it's published, we can all like freak out about it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I try to do. And it's good to see that, you know, sometimes I'll publish a wedding or a styled shoot and then it's like crickets. I'm like, you know, it's such a beautiful shoot. Wouldn't you want to like share that it's been published? Yeah. Um, and then sometimes, you know, people go just berserk over it. And it, it's just it's a win win for everybody when when the wedding pro team is, is as excited to feature it as I am. Oh, I love to hear that. That's good. <laughs> So what services would you recommend for submitting your weddings uh, to get the most exposure? So um, if you submit to an Isle Society editor, uh, your work has a chance to also be featured on that platform and their social, which they have a huge social following. So that's always a bonus. Um, If you don't know what Isle Society is, it's a collective of some of the top wedding blogs. And I was actually like one of the founding members of it. And um, we actually also have a submissions platform, which is amazing. It was created by our society editors. So like we know exactly, you know, what uh, what the submission process should and could look like. So we created it and um, it's called Matchology. It's amazing and it really makes it easy. So if you submit through Matchology, it makes it even easier for us to create a post for Isle Society because it's already in the same system. They have the systems connected. So it's really just like a matter of hitting publish. Um, And then it'll be featured on Isle Society as well. So that's always, you know, a perk of of working with an Isle Society editor. Um, It's a great platform. You can claim your own vendor pages on Isle Society so that all of your published work is in one place, kind of like another portfolio for you for your work. Um, so yeah, I, I always recommend, you know, trying to work with an outside editor if, if possible, if it's a good fit for the aesthetic. Yeah. I love that. No, it's good. I was is awesome. I remember when you guys launched and we did that party together. It was so yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. And how many editors do you guys have? Oh my goodness. Um, I think we have like 36 now. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, it's, it's a lot. We've been growing. Um, and it's been, you know, really exciting to, to see it grow through the years. Yeah. So for people that are listening, that's 36 editors that you have direct access to, to submit, and they're going to match you with like the right blog. And that's like, yeah. that's so invaluable. And it is a paid service. We should mention that, right? It is. Um, and I, that's another thing about matchology is that it does. Yeah. Like you said, it matches you. So it kind of takes the guesswork out of submitting. Um, I know it's, you know, there, there are a lot of publications out there. I, I totally like get that. Um, and it, it is a little challenging to know what each and every single one of them features. So um, as editors, we can go in and, you know, select specific settings and styles that we're looking for. And uh, it matches you with, with the editor that the, that the submission is a fit for. That's awesome. I love that. That's so cool. Brittany, this has been so amazing. Thank you so much for sharing all of your knowledge. I'm like so excited for people to listen to this. Thanks so much for having me. I mean, I could talk like five hours about submitting. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know. It's such a good topic. But let's tell everybody how they can find out more about you, visit your site, and say hi on social. 
Yeah, you can find me at loveincmag.com and at loveincmag across all social media platforms. Awesome. Cool. And I'm going to post all the stuff in the show notes so you guys can visit Brittany and say hi. Thank you again. I'm so excited. All right. Thanks so much, Shanae. It was so fun. Yes. So we'll have you back soon. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. that's it you guys thank you so much to Brittany for being here today we loved having you it was so much fun Um, really great advice tangible tips and I think that you guys are going to kill your next submission so um, you can visit Brittany online at loving.com I'm going to put all of her links in the show notes so you can visit her website you can say hello on Instagram and you can let her know that you listen to the show thank you again for listening I wouldn't be here without you guys I appreciate your kind words, all your DMs, all your messages that the show is helping and I'm helping you in your business. Truly, truly is the best thank you um, and reward really for me to do this. So thank you for listening and I can't wait to share our next cup of tea together. Bye you guys.